Hi there, welcome back to another episode of the Keep Smiling podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Today I have a relatively informative discussion for you. Over the past few years of myself creating content specifying within the realms of disordered eating, anorexia nervosa, bulimia nervosa, body dysmorphic disorder, etc., I have had a lot of contact from desperate parents and, you know, individuals and friends who are concerned about, you know, their loved one who is struggling with an eating disorder, asking for support, asking for help, asking for advice as to what they should necessarily be doing within this predicament. So I've almost collected a few points to hopefully enlighten you and inspire you and provide you with a little bit of knowledge and education as to how to proactively go about this situation. It's remarkably difficult and I can understand how being in this predicament can be so anxiety inducing for you also because, you know, often we're only solely focused on the individual who's struggling and not necessarily as focused on, you know, the externals and the individuals around them and how much effect negatively it can have on other people. So hopefully this quick discussion can enlighten you and provide you with a little bit more information and guidance as to how to go about this situation. So I've collected a few points as to things that I think that you should know. Number one, just to get the basis and the foundation, remember that this is a psychological illness. Immediately turning to fixing the symptom isn't the solution. You must remember to prioritise their emotional well-being. So basically what I'm trying to say is it's far more complex than what you may perceive. Please take the time to understand, to educate, to read up what the actual emotional side effects of this can be. This hasn't been a choice. This hasn't been an immediate decision to undergo this pathway of destructive, you know, self-harm in a way, which, you know, disordered eating can often become as. It is a psychological illness. Also, communication is so huge. So listen, be considerate, take time to understand And I think what's so important is creating a safe environment to encourage this communication. From the person with the eating disorder, there will be an element of denial, fear of discussing their true struggles. So trust must be built. Fundamentally, when you're in this headspace of disordered eating, from my experience was anorexia nervosa, you're so isolated, so consumed, so wrapped up in this identity that you don't feel comfortable to open up. You don't feel you know, that you want anyone to be implemented within because this is so secretive and it's so identity engulfing, asphyxiating with panic. There are so many components to this that mean that you want to be so isolated and solo and independent. So building that trust ever so gradually is going to be a painstaking process, but it will be worthwhile in the end. Another point is generally respecting the complexity of the situation. This is an exhausting internal battle triggered by underlying psychological factors which has caused the individuals to take part in self-destructive behaviours. So prevent being judgmental, critical or minimise what they're going through. I think the very immediate kind of conversation we have is some people saying just eat, You're, you look fine, just just eat, just, just be normal, stop binging. That's minimising it, that's simplifying it, that's that's not appreciating the true complexity and the true emotional battle that it takes this is not a choice it's not something that it's 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 really hard to kind of explain what I'm trying to say is be empathetic be understanding I know that it can be frustrating because you just want your child to be safe to be healthy to be happy to live a life without panic to live a life without anxiety to live a life without this over-consuming eating disorder but saying just eat 
oversimplifying is not going to rectify it. You've really got to understand the complexities. You've really got to understand the the jigsaw puzzle and the whole ABC of it. There's no black and white. So please just be patient with that. Thirdly is generally understanding your role and trying to be as much of a positive impact and role model as you can. Don't practice deprivational diets or glorify diet culture. This can very detrimentally influence a vulnerable mindset. So if you're taking part in countless diets, if you're under-eating, if you're over-exercising, ultimately the individual is going to see that and absorb that information. You're almost a byproduct of the people that you're surrounded by. So understandably, if you're if your behaviours are one where you're depriving your caloric intake or, you know, exercising somewhat addictively, understandably, that individual is going to take that information into consideration and think, is that what my perceived worthiness will be? Do I need to do that to be beautiful? Do I need to do that to lose weight? Is weight loss the way that I get value and acceptance and be deemed as successful? Or is this sense of control something that I need to manipulate also? So you've really got to be careful what impression you're rubbing off. It may not be intentional and I can understand that this may not be something that you're immediately trying, but just recognize and be empathetic and be aware of how your behaviors can be represented because it's going it's going to be mirrored. Obviously, we're a byproduct of, of, of our parents. I can very much see how there's elements of my father within me, there's elements of my stepmother that's been reflected in me. So please understand that the behaviours that you're giving off are ultimately going to be mirrored. So make sure that they are positive and impactful in a good way. So make sure you're focusing on inspiring food freedom, displaying a healthy, sustainable relationship with food, body, exercise, and maintaining a healthy conversation when you're discussing food, body, and anything that they're struggling with at the moment. Another point is is a little bit soppy, but I think you can somewhat underestimate the power of it. So often individuals become totally engulfed by the disordered identity. So they suffer a low self-esteem. They have a consistent self-critical inner dialogue and can isolate themselves. So remind them that they are loved. Remind them of their immeasurable value and wonderful attributes and characteristics. Remind them of all the positive characteristics they have that are not necessarily immediately visual. Are they talented? Are they successful? Are they really good at math are they kind remind them of all these amazing qualities that sometimes get hidden or don't get prioritized or values it much when you're suffering within this disordered self-destructive behavior you know just give them the bigger picture and know that that's worthwhile another point this is like the conversation of vulnerability and being open with it's okay so get support yourself get it get therapy, seek help. Undoubtedly, seeing your child suffer can cause personal distress. It can cause anxiety. Please recognize that reaching out only demonstrates your strength and your motivation and dedication towards supporting your child. Understandably, if your child is going through this, you know, this really horrible time, it's going to impact you. So it's it's okay to reach out. It's okay to seek professional support and to gain external advice that only shows how committed and dedicated and motivated you are into wanting your child to get to a healthier place. This is going to be a journey for all of you combined. So go and motivate them along with you. And to wrap up this really quick episode, just remember to have patience. A lot of it. The process is very tedious, very lengthy and very unpredictable. 
there is no one size fits all when it comes to the disordered eating realm, mental health, psychological health, well-being, recovery. There's no one size fits all. Everyone's path is individual. Everyone's process of recovery, everyone's process of the downfall is going to be individual to them. And when you come to the flip side, even the the conversation recovery, there's not one immediate linear line of positivity. There's going to be ups and downs. The gradient may be positives, but you will have ups and downs. You have good times, you'll have bad times. But just remember those bad times and those challenging times are what are only going to provide you with the transferable skills and this, you know, the more knowledge, the more education, because you will grow from it, you'll develop from it, you'll know what to do next time. So just understand that it's going to be unpredictable, it's going to be difficult, it's going to be challenging. It is going to be one of the most hard things that you have to go through. And, I, you know, I don't even have a child, but I just know from the conversations that I've had with my own father that it's really emotional and it's really taxing and it's really exhausting for them too. So just know that it is worthwhile in the end. It does get better. It does get better. But the process will not be simple. It won't be easy. But hopefully this can only inspire you to develop a really great relationship with your child because... You know, I, I look back at the, the life journey that I've had. It's not been simple to say the least, but I can know that I can look back in a way of, you know, vast gratitude towards the parents that were there for me because we've gone through this shit show together and we can laugh about it, we can smile about it, we can think how much we've grown together through it. So yeah, I hope you found that somewhat helpful. I know that I more specified it towards a parent side of things, but even if you are a friend of somebody, a sibling of somebody, um, a teacher perhaps, hopefully this can inspire you to understand the true extent of the realities of living with an eating disorder and how you can support that person to the best of their abilities. As I said, make sure you reach out for support yourself if required. We all want to maintain a healthy well-being um, and yet yeah, I hope this has been beneficial. Believe in your strength and keep smiling. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.